This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. Hi there, g'day, and welcome to this episode of The Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrived today, have been living here for years, whether you were born in Australia or you're planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Claudiana Blanco, and I came to live in Sydney more than a decade ago, and I'm still learning about life down under every day. Today we will explore what you need to do if you get bitten by a snake or a spider. Contrary to popular belief, most spider bites in Australia cause minimal harm and bites from venomous snakes are not that common. But it is important to know how to react as some bites can be life-threatening. Our general approach to someone who advises us they've been bitten by a snake is we treat all instances of being envenomed, even in the absence of symptoms, because it's most safe to do so. Spider bites are probably a little bit trickier. Often the type of spider or the type of injury is not known. So whether it's a redback or a funnel worm or some other type of spider, often it's just, I'm concerned I've been bitten by a spider, I'm not feeling well. So when there's more symptoms than just pain at the site, we start to get more concerned and, and escalate care. Let's get started. Australia has a reputation for venomous animals, but when it comes to spiders, it is considered a lucky country. The medical director of the New South Wales Poisons Information Centre, Darren Roberts, explains. There's really only one spider that we're particularly worried about, and that's the funnel web. Although there's a lot of talk about redback spiders being toxic, they can cause you to be unwell. The chances of dying or even having severe poisoning requiring hospital admission is very low. So all other spiders in Australia are generally considered to be low or non-toxic. Although the redback spider does contain venom, effects take hours to develop and do not require medical treatment, unless there are signs of infection or aggravated symptoms. The first aid treatment for a redback is the same as any spider, except the funnel web. Wash the area with some antiseptic, double check that your tetanus is up to date, and otherwise it's a matter of just watching and waiting. Symptoms, if they do develop, develop slowly, and they don't always require people to have to go to hospital. Local pain after a spider bite is common. Applying a cold compress or ice pack wrapped in a clean cloth directly over the bite for 15 minutes can help relieve the pain. Often, a spider bite can be so delicate that people don't actually feel it until later. Dr. Roberts says this is in contrast with what happens with funnel web spiders. Funnel web is actually a painful bite. When it bites, that's when it injects venom. And fairly quickly, within 30 to 60 minutes, people start to report symptoms. Pain, racing of the heart, sweating, breathlessness. People report tingling around their lips. Sometimes their muscles can feel weak and have tremors. So the funnel web spider is a major concern because it causes life-threatening poisoning. And this can often occur very 
very quickly. Someone can be severely sick and require an ambulance and require special treatment in a hospital. Sean Francis is a doctor at the Queensland branch of the Royal Flying Doctor Service, a not-for-profit provider of aeromedical transport, healthcare and 24-hour emergency services in Australia's rural and remote communities. The Royal Flying Doctor Telehealth line is the first point of engagement for health advice. Triple zero calls redirect to this line when patients need aeromedical care, including for snake and spider bites. Aeromedical retrieval service is the service which would enable the patient to get to the care that they require. And so snake bites, spider bites require definitive care. And a lot of our patient populations are in places where they can't receive that. Those patients will call us directly. They'll speak to a doctor on the phone. The doctor will provide advice to them, first aid, and then kick off the approach to determining the appropriate logistics to get that person to the care that they require. In the outback, all snake bites are treated as envenomation. However, for spider bites, which are quite common, health professionals will assess symptoms to make a call for intervention. Dr. Francis explains. Our general approach to someone who advises us they've been bitten by a snake is we treat all instances of being envenomed, even in the absence of symptoms, because it's most safe to do so. Spider bites are probably a little bit trickier. Often the type of spider or the type of injury is not known. So whether it's a redback or a funnel worm or some other type of spider, often it's just, I'm concerned I've been bitten by a spider, I'm not feeling well. And so when there's more symptoms than just pain at the site, we start to get more concerned. That's a trigger for us to intervene and, and escalate care. The advice for any bite from a large black spider, which may or may not belong to the funnel web spider family, is to treat it as a medical emergency. Dr. Roberts outlines the first eight steps. What we do is we apply a pressure immobilization bandage that is tied around the bite site and then up and down. It's a bandage. It's not a tourniquet. And the person lies very, very still until the ambulance comes to see them. When someone is bitten by a funnel web, it's best to discourage them from walking around because that may speed up the venom moving around the body. In some areas, the ambulances even have the antivenom because of the importance of giving the antivenom quickly and they'll take you to hospital. Statistically, Lethal snake bites are uncommon. Recent figures show an average of two deaths per annum in Australia for every 3,000 snake bites. Some bites are dry, meaning that the snake strikes, but no venom is released. However, every snake bite must be treated as potentially venomous. Dr. Francis outlines the three necessary steps. Applying a pressure immobilization band splinting to immobilize the bitten limb and calling triple zero. Any snake bite needs to be managed with the same first aid, regardless of symptoms or concern about being a dry or venomous bite. So any instance where we think a snake has bitten a patient, we instigate the same first aid, which is a pressure immobilization bandage, immobilization, splint and medical care for all of those patients. Gianni Hodgson is a licensed snake catcher in regional Victoria. There are some types of venomous snakes he sees more regularly, but he says even a non-venomous bite can cause problems. Tiger snakes and brown snakes are probably the most commonly seen. Copperheads are really close behind. Red-bellied black snakes are common, but they are seen less than the other guys. But even the python, it is a good idea to move them away from the house. You might have 
pets that you know might get, interact with it and children might interact and they might get bitten by the python. Not venomous, but you know they could have bacteria and stuff that could be bad. Plus, no one really likes to be bitten anyway. Snakes are not likely to attack unless they feel threatened or scared. Mr. Hodgson shares some tips on what not to do when you notice a snake. Don't really make big noises simply because if you're really close to it, that's going to set it into a defensive mode and it might lunge at you because it needs to take itself. Make yourself known by sort of like moving around. This is like if it's in within, say, two or three metres, make yourself known by moving around and just back away from it, really. If you're standing on top of it, accidentally, like you're walking along and suddenly you stand and it's like 30 centimetres from you, just stay dead still, let it move. It's going to keep on going on its way. It just hasn't noticed that you're there yet. Dr. Roberts says if you're unsure what to do after a spider bite, you can call the Nationwide Poisons Information Centre helpline. You can always get advice from the Poison Centre on 13 11 26. The phone is answered by a trained expert 24 hours a day, seven days a week who can help to provide advice about what is the best thing to do. But for all snake bites, as a precaution, you need to call triple zero immediately in case it becomes an emergency. If you are with anyone who has been bitten by a snake or spider, and they are not themselves. For example, they look like they're confused, they collapse, they have any severe pain or other marked symptoms. Don't hesitate, call triple zero. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Settlement Guide, written and produced by Zoe Tomaidu and hosted by me, Claudiana Blanco. The Settlement Guide Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. Until next time. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.